hello again. It's it's now so much closer to next Christmas. <laughs> Do you remember the other holiday movie we watched these holidays past? I was going to make a kissing sound, but I thought that would probably sound horrible on the mic. Could be. In people's ears. Yeah. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yes. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Uh, a title, I believe, taken from Pauline Chaos' description of the ideal movie. And it, and in many ways it is. It has all those ingredients. Uh, yeah, it's got all the parts. Uh, I mean, including a lot of lady parts. It really captures that idea of film as being a male gaze onto the female body. Mm. There is, there is uh, one not... scene where there are some male dancers who are almost naked who are simulating fellatio. But that's all you get, really. Yes, it's true. I mean, it it has many other things in it, <laughs> along with uh, Michelle Monaghan's legs and Santa outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's written and directed by Shane Black, who is a figure from my childhood who was a total non-entity in my childhood. I had no idea, but my mom really loved the Lethal Weapon movies, and I watched them. And apparently that is where I learned what buddy comedy and dark humor and friendship was about, really, was those movies. And they were all written by Shane Black. I had Um, forgotten that, yeah. And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a, a modern, ridiculous buddy comedy starring Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. and also Michelle Monaghan. And, you know, Robert... Robert Downey Jr. plays this sad sack who often gets beat up. We'll come back to that later, probably. And Val Kilmer is someone that is described as, uh, who often is called Gay Perry uh, because he is gay. And this film is is not without its weird something or other, but, but the character is amazing. He's a private eye who consults on movies. uh, And the, the conceit is that, Robert Downey Jr.'s character is in Hollywood to play a detective, so he has to go around with Gay Perry. But the difference is, the thing that separates it from other, uh, the earlier Shane Black stuff and some of the more traditional buddy comedies is that there's a, a spirit of the old French 60s movies. This is a film entirely, they gleefully uh, steps outside the fourth wall. There is a lot of strange shenanigans going on with the narration and the film stock, all done really to endear us more to Robert Downey Jr.'s character. So it doesn't really get tired. It just feels um, blissful. Right. And he's so damn charismatic that it, you know, maybe if it was somebody else, it might not work, but it, it just bowls along beautifully. Um, unlike uh, what we talked about last time, the uh, In Bruges movie, I didn't find this movie to be uh, homophobic. Yeah. Although some of the characters in it are homophobic, and I thought it was mm. such a such a smart, uh, full on way of uh, addressing addressing it, I was I found it to be very beautifully done. Mm. Yeah, in that in that Robert Downey's character is, you know, kind of freaked out by Gay Perry, kind of like slightly insulting, makes weird assumptions, and at every turn, Gay Perry is just like. Uh-uh, uh-uh, you are so wrong on every level. And also, I am just a wildly better human than you are. <laughs> and it is perfect. And oh my God, Val Kilmer. I had no idea he could be funny before I saw this movie. And now I would watch him in any comedy. He is just the perfect straight man for a comedy. He's hilarious. 
I definitely then will not recommend to you the strange, I believe, World War II comedy he was in early in his life. Because I, he was not the straight man, I do not believe. It was but some was kind he of... good in it? I don't remember. It was in that period when Hot Shots existed. Do you remember oh, Hot Shots? Yeah, I do. And Hot Shots part de... Yeah, de... 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 Pas de... Uh-huh. One of the things I thought when I was watching Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is how popular it is in a certain amount of... In a certain kind of noir or adventure story for there to be a sad sack hero the way that the amazing herald is to have to have a hero like arthur dent maybe bridget jones i feel like i'm not that familiar with bridget jones but she seems also like she might be a sad sack hero <laughs> she she yes okay uh <laughs> or in the long kiss good night you know it's a classic a classic noir kind of space to have your detective hero to be a failure in many ways yes exactly and the they exist for the most part to make mistakes and to get beat up a lot mm-hmm. generally to make a lot of bad life choices uh to fuck up and be fucked up over and over again uh but like with uh the amazing herald in this movie who at one point does dangle from a coffin and has a gun slide off an overpass right into his hand so he can make the mm-hmm. perfect shot through some combination of dumb dumb luck and sweet earnestness like there there's often in this kind of character some core of sweetness that it feels almost impossible not to root for it's interesting that he casts in this role robert downey jr someone who before this film had gone through a period where he was having several abuse problems he woke up in some strange person's home and in the movie they make a kind of reference to that by having the girl encounter some sad actor show up in her house drunk and confused and she scares him away. Uh, And in Shane Black's earlier films, Lethal Weapon, he cast Mel Gibson, who was this incredibly charismatic, somewhat unhinged person, perhaps, as we later discovered. But in those films, he can pull out something wonderful. And I think that's why I mentioned my mom loving Lethal Weapon. She was really loved any kind of movie with these sad sack heroes that somehow through a combination of dumb luck and sheer earnestness won out at the end. She had a real soft spot for people like Colin Farrell's character in in Bruges or Robert Downey Jr.'s character here. People who cared more than they had the capability to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. At first, at first when I was thinking about this movie, I was like, oh, it's a movie about failure, you know? He's a failure at the start of this movie. He can't even rob the right toy from the store for his kid. Uh, he's shot at by his his companion. He's manipulated, abused, beaten up. His finger is snapped off in a door by the woman he loves. It's <laughs> yeah. Late, it. later eaten by a dog. <laughs> oh my god! Not the I girlfriend or the door. The finger. Yeah. Um. And you know the what's her name? Michelle Monaghan. Her character is also kind of washed up and hasn't been the success that she wants to be. Yeah. But then I was thinking about where it goes and it's not, it is at its heart a movie about no matter how many times you fail, there is always hope if you continue to earnestly try. Yeah. And also if you happen to be really good at catching fast moving guns <laughs> flying through the air. And, you know, it's it's in some ways I do find it frustrating. It's a little trite that the movie can contain so much failure and let, and yet end in success. But I love that it calls it out. 
you know, in the narration at the end, oh, what do you mean everybody survived? And, and you're like, yeah. But that's, it's so perfect because at the beginning we see Harry, Downey's character, as a kid being the amazing Harold, right? He's, the, he's like a, a street magician or, a, you know, a bad conjurer, but kind of much in the way of a kid performing at a party who's just incredibly sweet and you're rooting for them all the way, no matter how many times they fuck up, like no matter how many giant leaps of ridiculousness this film takes you kind of just along for the ride and you're like yes come on I want you to get to the end of this I want you to survive I want you to complete the trick I want to be uh, entertained and charmed by you yeah totally would you also describe it as a dark comedy uh, would you classify as in Bruges as being on the darker side of a comedy yes darker yeah mainly because of the amount of violence i think but it's not yeah. also like corpse desecration <laughs> yes yeah right weeing on a dead body accidentally in the darker side of comedy oh yeah i really i really enjoy your comparison of the film to a child's magic show <laughs> it does capture a lot of the wonder of it that at the end essentially the film does a magic trick mm-hmm. and is like ta-da <laughs> Everybody lives. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love having had these two movies side by side because they are both. They would often both be classified as dark comedies, and they are both in their own way very cynical. Mm-hmm. But Bruges is a fairy tale, and so therefore far more brutal. The ending happens on a film set where characters mm-hmm. are dressed up for a dream sequence, so you get all of this fairy tale imagery. And fairy tales are not children's magic shows. Uh, which Kiss Kiss Bang Bang uh, is not a fairy tale. No. It is... More like a bedtime story? Yeah, exactly. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a bedtime story for adults. And therefore, like a lot of my favorite noir and detective films, it possesses far more cynicism than is really required and far more romanticism than is really required. And it knows both of those things truly. And so it can pull off the ending like it does, where it tells you this is all shit, but sometimes good stuff happens. Yeah. What ifs. 